Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. It is the start of spring break. We're recording this on Monday afternoon, as we've been doing now lately, uh, make it easier on ourselves. But uh, also, uh, it'll be posting on a uh, Tuesday, March 15th, that is the Ides of March, Matt, the Ides of March uh, from Julius Caesar. I know that you're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, but that is a, a famous quote, beware the Ides of March, and that is March 15th. That's the day that Julius Caesar was murdered. Anyway, so that's that will be the day that you listen to the show, but the main thing we want to talk about, of course, leading in the show is spring break. Spring break. We will not have a show this coming Friday. Derek is going to head to Natchez uh, maybe on Thursday and I'm going to head down to Louisiana uh, probably as you're hearing this show. going to head down on Tuesday afternoon. Try and spend a little time with the family and then circle back. Uh, Derek, not very happy. Uh, Wilson has a soccer tournament on Saturday. Oh. So not con- really confused on why someone would do that. Spring break at all, they would do a tournament um, well, it's, that's it's not be- school It's better affiliated. than the week-long baseball tournaments we'll be covering here. Just yes, we'll be covering those <laughs> shortly. Yeah. Go ahead, parents. Come on down for four or five days uh, in Biloxi uh, when there's uh, plenty of uh, decently nice um, baseball fields and programs within yeah. an hour radius that you could play. Yes. Uh, that you can probably sense my – uh, laughter at that but uh so again no show this coming friday uh enjoy your spring break we'll be back the following tuesday to talk about and give you the review uh, of the alderman preview that we're going to have coming shortly but uh you know i think the weather's supposed to be nice a really good time to get out it is spring spring is close daylight savings time has snuck up on us it's it uh, going to be uh bright outside while we record our show uh all the way till 7 seven thirty or so and that's a really good time to get out take the top off the jeep roll the windows down and go looking for a house if you're in the market to buy or sell residential real estate in DeSoto County, please consider using our 2022 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. They possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009. That's on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available whenever you need them. Now is a great time to list your home. They're currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Give them your address. Let Brian and Terry tell you all about your street, your neighborhood, your zip code. They possess all the analytics that realtors need in 2022. Give Brian and Terry a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Remember, you can do a full home search anywhere in the Mid-South at teamcouch.com. Again, teamcouch.com. And as of last Friday, they were just named the top producing team in the Million Dollar Club for Northwest Mississippi in 2021. Brian and Terry, the best team in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. Give them a call today. Again, 662-449-1700. As I mentioned a second ago, spring is here, and spring always leads to outside barbecuing, outside grilling, on your back patio, in your backyard. And if you're wanting to take that to the next level in 2022, please consider stopping by the number one barbecue store in DeSoto County, our 2022 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop. How to Barbecue Right Shop located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, 
cutting boards, knives, or some of the coolest high-end smokers on the market, Malcolm's Shop is your place. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm's Shop. Give him a call locally at 912-9947. That's 912-9947. Visit his website, howtobbqright.com. But the best experience is to go by the How to Barbecue Right Shop, again, located at 496 Whitfield Drive, right here in Hernando. This coming Saturday, March 19th, from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., don't forget, the big first anniversary event will be taking place at the How to Barbecue Right Shop. Live demos, the grills will be fired up with food, they'll have prizes, giveaways, and for the kids, there will be free hot dogs. That's going to be this Saturday, 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. for the big first anniversary event for the How to Barbecue Right Shop, our 2022 studio sponsor. Well, Derek, we always kick off our Tuesday episode of the UTW podcast in the same way, and that's going to be our words from the weekend. I'm going to let you go first. Your word from the weekend this Tuesday show is what? Uh, my word for the this past weekend is bonding. 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 Uh, some of you may know that my wife and son were out of town on a mission trip to Jamaica. They had a really rewarding time down there and uh, had a lot of stories of just, I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see some of the things that, and the, some of the ways that people live. And so we just need to remember how blessed we are to live where we live, but I'm not going to kind of talk about that. I want to talk about uh, what I did. Uh, my daughter and I were home alone for a week and really had a chance to, uh, I guess, to, you know, just to do some daddy-daughter bonding. It was really more over the weekend, which is why it's my weekend word. The first four days, I guess Monday through Thursday, she had something at the school every night until about seven or eight o'clock. So really didn't get to see too much of each other. Uh, I would run her to school or run her to drop off to have her friend take her. Uh, I would then pick her up either around 7 or 8 o'clock. We did go eat supper one night, but then she had to be back at the school. Other than that, so just a lot of driving to and from South Haven. So get home about 8 or 8.30. Uh, basically, I was in bed an hour later, so didn't uh, see too much of her. But then starting Friday night, Matt, we probably watched three or four movies together. Uh, of course, it snowed and kind of locked us in all day Saturday. We were at Stax at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday, something she wanted to do. They did not open, though, till 8 because of the snow, so we sat in the parking lot for an hour before being the second people to enter Stacks on Saturday morning. How, uh, wait, hang on a second. How did you know? You knew darn good well they were not going to open at 6.30 on Saturday morning because did, of snow. You knew that. Can you check well, their Facebook page or Instagram? Uh, they, they, that, was, that was the thing. They, they posted on Instagram they were not opening until 8 o'clock at about 6.40, and we were already in the parking lot 10 minutes. Well, I think I'm going to circle back, and Allie probably won't ever listen to this show, but the fact that you were at somewhere at 6.40 on a Saturday <laughs> it was is, oh, was, that's just, that is mind-blowing. And, and we walked in at 8 o'clock, the second people in the door, because we've been there since, obviously, a long time. When I say that we were there for 30 or 45 minutes, and the line remained down the sidewalk the entire – like, they had the door, and we were freezing in the restaurant because they could not shut the door because it was literally down the sidewalk for the entire – I mean, that's – it's a, still a very popular place. So we, we did it right. I just wish I would have known it would have opened at 8 because that would have made you know a lot more sense. You keep talking about your bonding. I'll just simply say this. What you just described, that's the reason people might hate Americans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm just going to keep it totally real with you. We had lines out the door mm-hmm. for some pancakes. Pancakes. Okay. Um, I don't want to hear about the economy anymore. <laughs> was, don't don't gripe to me about $5 gasoline. Uh, uh, How yeah. much is the cost of a, a pancake batter uh, per, per gallon? Okay. <laughs> Um, so we did that, but then we watched uh, several movies and just a great time. And then Sunday we went to church, literally watched uh, old home movies 
and uh, we cooked together, did everything. So just really, really enjoyed my time with Allie. And, you know, she's 15. She'll be 16 uh, driving here pretty soon, which means she may be just leaving and, and never coming back. True. Uh, so it was a, a good weekend to have it. And then, of course, my family got back safely late last night. Glad to have them back. But uh, so that's my word for the weekend was just having that bonding experience that, you know, I, I really think that she enjoyed it too. And uh, toward the end of the weekend, you know, she was actually, I think, passing up phone calls to actually talk to me, which, which meant a lot. So uh, that was my word for the weekend. Well, she told you that, but actually her phone had died. Her, <laughs> that her phone had died. That, that could be, be what it is. Congratulations on some some bonding. Of course, you can. Uh, we joke around about um, you know the uh, earliness sometimes that the big big lane family does things. But uh, mine's going to be trip, Derek. And the reason my word from the weekend is trip is starting last Thursday. Spring break uh, was in full effect when it came to mobile car and van rental. Mm-hmm. Multiple van trips, people picking up. You know, business was, is really good right now because all your vehicles are gone, which is a good thing. I will just simply say this and not to pat ourselves on the back, but uh, please remember this when you're booking or seeking a car, a van, a pickup truck or anything like that when it comes to travel. Let's just say I was in multiple vans. I was uh, I was at my office till 11 o'clock on Saturday night to help someone rent a van. Enterprise doesn't do that. No, they do not. Budget doesn't do that. The big companies don't do that. So the, I had a uh, nice couple. They came in and got two vans on Saturday night at 1030. I was there for from about nine o'clock to ten thirty, waiting for a church to come in to go right back out with them. So I cleaned it up as best I could, uh, and they, t- they took it back out. Of course, I'm just saying that we're in full effect. If you're traveling this summer, please do not wait until the last minute. I got phone calls today, Derek, for people saying, "Hey, you got a van available for uh, tomorrow?" Negative. Come on now, it's spring break. You know, take it serious. Please consider booking car rentals, van rentals. I'm sorry, it's a little bit of a commercial here, but I'm letting you know trips are there. Trips are going on. The trip is going to be my word for the weekend because spring break is definitely here. You and I can watch a lot of Instagram where we have people that we know skiing, mm-hmm. beaching, those type things. So, uh, look, enjoy your spring break. It's there for a reason. Our kids are only a certain age for a while, and they're, uh, they're going to be in Panama or Destin or <laughs> South Padre. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. Or wherever. Uh, they're going to be somewhere, you know, skiing with their buddies and stuff like that. So that time uh, is coming. So if you have an opportunity to spend some time with your kids right now on spring break, we hopefully, uh, you know, maybe you can turn up the uh, UTW podcast and listen to our show. Definitely want to wish everybody safe travels, but trip is going to be my word from the weekend. But uh, something that has to take place, Derek, and I don't, I'm not sure if everybody will be, be there. Well, we know one alderman that definitely won't because he'll be part of the uh, tournament we were just uh, you right. know joking about a second ago. Let's preview the alderman meeting, which, again, they don't take spring break. Uh, why they don't move it to next weekend, I don't, next Tuesday, next Tuesday I don't Tuesday, know. Yeah, yeah. That might be a, an idea right there. But preview this week's alderman meeting on the agenda. What you got? Because they've got several things, a lot of stuff on the planning commission. want to go over that really quickly to preview. So if you hear something that you're interested in, they've got seven or eight things going from the planning commission they'll be uh, taking care of or, or talking about tonight. The first one is to rezone 10.7 acre tract of land located on the south side of Green Tea Road, east of Highway 51 and west of Interstate 55. Uh, this is basically right there at the corner of 51 and Green Tea. Uh, man, I b- believe you and I know the owner. We do. Uh, they're looking uh, to basically rezone some. There's already a commercial lot right there at the corner. This is to rezone some more of that into about three or four uh, commercial lots. So taking 10.7 acres. That's what they're looking to do. All of it being on the again on the Green Tea side, uh, on the south side of Green Tea Road. I guess you know uh, that 
area right there, just, I don't know, maybe 100 yards or so. Hasn't uh, the first two acres right on the corner already been approved? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, okay, that's, that's already, already been done. done. Okay. Yeah, that's actually 4.85 already okay, been done. So this is acres. 10 acres going east to west. Down Green Yeah, down tea. Green okay. Tea. That's right. The next one is a request to rezone 0.4 acres, so a little less than half an acre, in two parcels from R10 to R8. This subject properties are located on the south side of East Valley Street, east of Northview Street, and west of Northern Street. So if you know where the hardware store is, it is right behind the hardware yes. store. Uh, there's that's a big the red, red sign. That's big red sign there. right there, uh, literally just past my bank. Sure, uh, the, the back of my bank, we own the property to the road. If you go just east of there, you'll see a red sign. Very small lot, obviously 0.4 acres. Trying look, to build two small houses. Two small houses right yep. there. Uh, so that'll be uh, taken up. The next one is a point. Eight acres, so about three-fourths of an acre parcel uh, on Highway, uh, excuse me, C2, Highway Commercial District. This is at the southeast corner of, of Highway 51 and Southern Street. This is just down from the burger shop. Correct. Uh, right there on the corner. The new burger shop. The new burger shop on Highway 51. Hey, there's same a, side there's of the a place road. that's renovating the, the old burger shop. Did you know that? Uh, what was the name of that place again? Actually, we got to keep that secret. Okay. We don't need the city okay. to know that. Well, uh, <laughs> 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 well, shh. Well, all right, uh, Alderman, please turn your turn this off. Um, so again, just on the same side as the burger shop, just south of there, uh, that will be uh, looking to do rezone a commercial lot. The next one, a final plat approval. So this is a final plat approval. The first three were rezoning, so that was basically just turning it from something, you know, from one thing. This is a final plat. So this has already been zoned. They're now asking to go ahead be able to, for the final plat to be able to sell this. This is a five lots. Uh, that make up 10.72 acres, so basically two-acre lots, uh, residential lots that is going to be known of Section A of the Oak Grove subdivision. This is located on the north side of West Oak Grove Road, west of Scott Road, and east of Oak Grove Crossing Drive right there. So it looks like they're going to put, be putting in five two-acre residential lots. You know, probably maybe some probably say that the minimum square footage of those houses are probably be kind of toward the upper end uh, on that. So just inside the city limits. So be looking for that. The next one is a request for another final plot approval this is lot one 4.04 acres uh, this is on behalf of the 55 market and deli which is on the corner of 51 and north parkway that dirt work's already been done right there just i guess north of the dollar general store uh, so they're asking for their final plot approval to start uh i guess you know, construction on the the building itself to get that done uh, and then the last thing coming before or coming from the Planning Commission is the final proud approval on the west side of Highway 51 south of Green Tea Road and north of Crossroads Boulevard. So this is um, on the west side of 51, not the east side. Now, the, the commercial property we mentioned before was on the east side on Green Tea. This is on the west side of 51. They're looking for a final plat approval of Lot 1 of Boone Subdivision. So they're looking to take 4.69 total acres divided into Lots 1A and 1B. So again, a lot of things coming from the Planning Commission, a lot of uh, new development, a lot of people you know, t trying to take things to, mostly to commercial. A couple of those are residential, a couple small ones downtown as well as on ones on Oak Grove Road. So again, if you're around any of those, if you want to come and speak in favor, to protest it, or whatever you want to do, that's what's going on uh, tonight at the Alderman meeting. The next thing they want to look at is the request to construct public improvements uh, this is at Lee's Summit. So, again, this is a public improvement thing at Lee's Summit. So I don't think if, if we're adding or, or helping out that subdivision, I can't imagine anybody's going to uh, come oppose that. The next one is, so you know, we know we had in the budget to purchase police cars this year. Correct. 
However, due to the cancellation from the state contract vendor, Landers Dodge, of all four ordered Dodge Charger police cars for fiscal year 22, they are requesting authorization to purchase four Dodge Charger police cars from the Missouri Highway Patrol in accordance with Mississippi Code section there's some sections given. There's going to be three 2019 models for 21000 each and one 2020 model for 23000 each. Now, I'm just going to speculate here. I'm going to have to say that's probably because of supply chain issues. Correct. Yes. They could not get the new cars in. Therefore, they had to cancel it through the state contract vendor and actually go to other uh, you know, municipalities or, in this case, other states to try to find police cars. And it looks like they're going to be buying four cars from the Missouri Highway Patrol probably quite a bit under budget. I would have been, I would guess. Yeah, well, yeah, twenty one thousand dollars from you know for I guess you know, used car chargers sounds like a decent deal. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, we'll see how that goes. So we'll kind of pay attention to that. Uh, the next one, this is interesting. Also, the asphalt paving, Matt. Whenever you win a bid, you usually are pretty excited about it. Well, the asphalt paving and milling streets project had two bids. On March 4th, so just the last meeting, American Services was the lowest bid at five hundred eleven thousand eight fifty two fifty. They have stated that the firm price for the asphalt material was changed after bidding the project. So, in other words, asphalt went up, sure. and they are now asking to reject their bid. Well, <laughs> so, please reject our bid. Please reject our bid. You know what? Bid. We do not. Half a million dollars is not enough. And look, I know that sounds funny and crazy, but it's 100%. It's like, hey, guys, 511000 it's way off. Next one, the approval for a change order. They did have a change order, which I would assume probably a little higher, which is for the, the Notting Hill crack ceiling. Uh, it is now for $12,000, which I think is a little higher. I think the last time it was right around eleven. Have you been through there yet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I, it's look, a lot of veins. We, a lot of we, veins we, running we through. Could, yeah. We could sit here and say, like you said, it is not a aesthetically pleasing. No. I, that's wow. My, that's it is my, way worse in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, our, it's our running around. And, then, and again, it's worse because they had some, I mean, they had some good two-inch sure, cracks. Yes, yes. I remember I would, you know, when you're running, you kind of jump over those. But they came in there, put it in there, and it looks, yeah. It's, it's, now, again, this is to keep it from spreading any sure, further. I get it. And at some point, they'll be on the list to get the full overlay. But it, it, until that time, it's going to be, um, it's, it's pretty veiny. Pretty oh, veiny man, in there. Just go check it out. Uh, take, take some time on a nice day <laughs> and go check out the uh, Notting Hill subdivision uh, streets. Of course, we're going to get multiple texts from people that live in Nine Hill saying, please don't send people to our neighborhood. <laughs> so it is um, what it is. The next, now the next couple of things I'm going to talk about are stuff that has been tabled from other meetings, prior meetings. The first one is the discussion of the drawings and the estimates for the intersection of Mackinville and Holly Springs Road. So this is the possible roundabout. They sure. wanted roundabout numbers. They want to see how we can stripe it to maybe put a stop sign there, what it's going to cost to paint something to maybe have people go one way, go another. So we'll see what they say on that. The next one, uh, of course, this was something that was approved the last time to put it to bid, or actually two times ago, authorized to advertise for bids on the soccer parking lot improvements. So they're about to get a, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a very large asphalt bill. Of course. Uh, but they're going to see what that's going to look like. So they did put it out to bid 30 days ago. Now they're getting the... Uh, Do you know how many people I mean, bid it? Uh, we, don't, we don't know yet. Uh, this know is yet. actually advertised for oh, bids. Yeah, advertised yeah, so they, they allowed them to do it last time. Now they're advertising for the bids and they'll have probably 30 days to get those in. Got it. The next one tabled from the um, last meeting was the purchase of the property for the animal shelter building. Correct. We mentioned this. Uh, this so they're looking at that hundred fifty thousand dollar lot. So they'll continue the discussion on that. They wanted to find out a little more information uh, and then also find out about the total cost on everything and what possibly it could be on the dirt work at the new place, etc. Sure. So we'll see what that goes there. And then finally, uh, the last one. This is something from. I don't know, maybe back in November time frame, 
discussion and possible authorization of Fieldhouse Waterline purchase. Correct. Now, remember, they went in with good faith. Uh, the owner of the Fieldhouse went in with good faith, putting in a 12-inch line to make sure they had water there, hoping that the city would come back. And they kind of discussed, hey, this is really benefiting the city and all of the area around there and the new commercial development. So, um, you know, they did their part. They went ahead and put it in. So they're hoping the city takes back some of that uh, that can be used for other lots uh, and that sort of thing and other developments that, you know, we see now trees being cut down. Yeah. So we, we do uh, envision announcements coming probably sometime this year about what's going to happen there. So, uh, again, they're hoping that's going to happen. So that is a possibility to do also tonight. Yeah, Derek, the trees you're talking about right there, and this is public. You can pass by any time. There are, the trees were being harvested right there at the interstate at 69 and Mackinville on the southeast corner as you turn going towards Gitwell or going towards, you know, east towards Lewisburg, you'll be able to see it on the right. You can see the field house in the distance. And uh, those are being harvested because 32 acres of a 40-acre tract have been sold. That's right. They've been sold. I mean, and more announcements coming soon. And, uh, yeah, so if you drive on 69 or 269, you have no problem seeing the field house. Oh, you can see it now, no doubt. <laughs> it's sitting up on the hill. I mean, so if you, if you didn't know where it was or what it was, or now you see this big – you know, building slash back shed looking things that on the, that's that's the field house. Right. So there it is. Going to be baseball fields and stuff like that out there for uh, EBC baseball and softball. Doing a lot of practicing out there. So I, I'm really excited about the field house project. It's going to be really, really. It's hard to believe it's been probably six, fifteen, sixteen months mm-hmm. since we sat down with Greg Drumright uh, and Ed Easley. You know, December of twenty of twenty. 20. December of 20 when we sat down to discuss that. So that's going to be a really neat project. Looking forward to that. Thank you to the Board of Aldermen. Thank you to the mayor. Thank you to all those people that have to be here, uh, maybe on spring break and have to be here to uh, do the city business. We really, really appreciate that uh, for sure. And uh, that's a very thankless job. But um, again, you never have to worry about Derek or myself running against you. No. So we just definitely will continue to uh, grade you uh, from afar. That's what we like to do. <laughs> that's, what <I> do. <laughs> that's what we like to do. But we really, really do appreciate uh, you doing the city business. Well, Derek, another thank you we'd like to give from the UTW podcast is for the Soto Family Dental Care. DFDC has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process from beginning to end. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference or give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. Or again, stop by their offices Monday through Friday to see the DFDC difference. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing their very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure that your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again, 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. UTW Podcast would like to continue to thank a longtime sponsor, Williams Services. 
Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, stump grinding, fence repair, gate repair, spring cleanups, give Richard a call and let him come take a look at your needs. Call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. No job too small, no job too large. If Richard can't help you do it, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him today again at 662-292-8855 or find more information about Williams Lawn Services on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Well, Derek, our one show of the week, it's going to be our Tuesday show. We're going to give you the DeSoto County Fact of the Week, brought to you every week by the DeSoto County Museum, located across the street from Bank Corp South on Commerce Street. DeSoto County Museum, open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Please go by there. Let Rob Long and his team show you all around the DeSoto County Museum, wonderful artifacts, memorabilia, and history when it comes to this wonderful county we live in and we call home. Derek, the DeSoto County Fact of the Week this week is what? All right, Matt. This is uh, maybe some of you have ridden around and noticed that there is a street just off of Robinson that runs south. So this is between the railroad tracks and 51. Uh, there's a street that runs south called Fuhrer Street. F-U-R-O-R? F-U-H-R-E-R, as in German Fuhrer. Okay. All right, so Fuhrer. Fuhrer Street. So, And we'll wonder why Hernando would have a street named after someone that was so evil and vile. Okay. Uh, I asked Rob to research this for several months ago. So several months ago, I reached out to Rob and said, Rob, why, why is there a, a Fuhrer Street? Um, and, you know, so he said, I, I don't know. Let me find out. And he's been researching, researching. I had, I had, to be honest, I had forgotten about it. I thought maybe he had forgotten about it, but he had not. He had been researching probably since uh, late last fall. He finally found the answers with the help of longtime editor Bill Bailey. That was his editor at the time when he used to work at the paper. As to why the street was given that name. It was named in honor of Abraham Fuhrer. A Swiss Jew, ironically, so he, so he was a Jew, okay. uh, who obviously the Germans prosecuted, who lived in Hernando. He was born in Germany and immigrated to America in 1884 at the age of 31. He uh, was a house painter by trade and employed several workers and seemed to have a decently large business for the area. He was the head of the only Caucasian family living on the street at the time, with the rest of the families on that street being mulattoes and blacks. And since he had a thriving business, the street was named for his family because of his status and obviously because, unfortunately, at the time, he was also the only white person. Mr. Fuhrer moved to Greenwood later in his life and died in 1929. So now we know why our city has a street with that unfortunate name. Help me out with the unfortunate name. Help me out. The Germans, the name given to Hitler was Fuhrer. Okay. So when you see Fuhrer Street, you're like, why in the world will they name a street after Hitler? Right. Uh, they did not. It was named after uh, Abraham a, Fuhrer. A much who better was a, gentleman. A much better gentleman who was also a Jew. Uh, just kind of a safe. So you see Fuhrer Street. It's a very small street. Again, running south off of Robinson between the railroad tracks of 51. That is where the name came from uh, for somebody who had a thriving painting business many, many years ago. Or it, about it, over 100 years ago. It brushes right up against the railroad tracks. That's correct. I mean, it's right there. That's correct. Go take a look at it. Thank you, Rob Long. 
for uh, I mean that's pretty neat, Derek. You mentioned it to him weeks ago and uh, months ago, months ago, and and he comes back with that information. So Rob does a wonderful job. I think he listens to all of our episodes, and we really really appreciate him and what he does for DeSoto County. But definitely somebody we probably need to get on pretty soon. Talk about the DeSoto County Museum. Come on and visit with his uh, knowledge of DeSoto County, his knowledge of Hernando. Rob Long was a great guy. He stood up for us whenever you and I stood uh, there at the uh, Rotary Club and visited and told the Rotary Club members in Hernando about us. He uh, stood up for a few moments and told people all about us. So we really appreciate you, Rob. Again, DeSoto County Museum, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Tuesday through Saturday, across the street from Bancorp South on Commerce Street. Just an absolute asset here in the city of Fernando. Get by today. Take your friends, your family. Take your kids out for a couple hours. It's totally free. If you're looking for something to do this spring break or maybe on a Saturday, get out, take your kids to the museum, let them take a look around at the wonderful county that we live in and call home. So thank you again, Rob Long and the DeSoto County Museum. Derek, speaking of something else that has been in DeSoto County for over 40 years, I'm speaking about our newest sponsor, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch, whether it's health, life, property, casualty, auto, any type of insurance, Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve all the UTW podcast listeners. Give them a call locally at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. As an independent insurance agency, they're able to work with numerous insurance companies to best serve you. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Mutual of Omaha, Nationwide, State Auto, Progressive. Those are just some of the largest insurance companies in the world that Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their team at Holland Insurance can help you with. Again, give Give them a call, 662-895-5528. That's 895-5528. If you possess an insurance license in the state of Mississippi and are looking to make a change, please consider calling Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland to possibly join one of the fastest-growing insurance companies in the Mid-South. Holland Insurance, 662-895-5528. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. Are you interested in making a schooling switch in 2022-2023? North Point will be hosting their next opportunity to preview the point on Tuesday, March 22nd at 2 p.m. Again, Tuesday, March 22nd at 2 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sheeran, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. After giving my uh, word from the weekend, I won't keep up, uh, take up too much time. Mobile car and van rental, the only car and van rental place in Hernando, located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce, open every day from 830 to 4. That's 830 to 4. Our manager, Megan, is ready to serve please call in advance. If you're turning your car in for a uh, an insurance repair, turning your car in for a transmission repair, if your car is going to be in the shop for a day, a week, a month, please consider working with us. Mobile Car and Van Rental, locally 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Again, we accept all major insurances. Let us help you, your insurance companies, or uh, if someone has hit you or something like that, they're going to tell you that you have to use one of the larger companies, and that simply is not true. Mobile Car and Van Rental, located right here in town, 662-469-4555. 
Well, Derek, we have spent the last couple of weeks going ahead and breaking down the Hernando and Lewisburg baseball and softball, but North Point does get started now. I think North Point baseball is actually playing right now as we record. So North Point baseball and softball will be beginning uh, this week. So we'll have that uh, update or some things to update on our next show. But Derek, tell us about Lewisburg softball since our last show. Yeah, so Lewisburg softball, Lewisburg and Hernando faced off uh, on Thursday night uh, against each other, with Hernando making the short trip over to Lewisburg. The Lady Tigers went over there, and they prevailed, uh, handing the Lady Patriots their first loss of the year, with the Lady Tigers winning 6-3. to three. The Lady Patriots fall to 7-1, and one, and Hernando improves to 7-3. and three. Two of your better teams in North Mississippi, if not the two best teams in North Mississippi, went at it last week. And uh, there's a really, really good rivalry between Lewisburg and Hernando. And you won't find better uh, high school softball than those two teams. So congratulations to the Lady Tigers uh, for taking that win. Lady Patriots uh, put up a good fight, and they're, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in their side of the district as well. Yeah, and Derek, and Derek, don't forget the Saturday games for, were canceled for softball. So both Hernando and Lewisburg Saturday games were canceled. So they're gonna they're gonna play some this week during the week during spring break, and we look forward to breaking that down uh, on our show on Tuesday uh, to update those young ladies. So switching to baseball, Lewisburg and South Haven squared off in a cross county game. Lewisburg gets on the board first with Austin Hannigan drives in Jacob Hill in the bottom of the first. South Haven gets two runs in the third to take the lead. But the Patriots retake the lead in the fourth on RBIs by Cagle and Allen. South Haven then answers with three in the top of the fifth to take a 5-3 lead. But the Patriots answer again with two in the bottom of the fifth off the help of a South Haven error. error. The score would remain knotted after seven innings, so free baseball would, need, would be needed to settle the game. In the bottom of the eighth, Stone McKay gets on base, then steals second, and the Chargers throw the ball around, allowing him to score on a walk-off stolen two-base error for the final score of 6-5. to five. Caden Baker gets the win for the Patriots. Uh, their game Saturday was canceled, just to, I think like everybody else's was. So their next games will be five games in four days during spring break. So, again, North Point has four games. Lewisburg's going to uh, see that and up it by one. They have five games in four, ga- uh, wow. four days during spring break in Louisiana starting on Wednesday. So they're going to squeeze it. Basically, they're starting midweek through the weekend. Uh, we will give those score updates on our next Tuesday show. Now, I do want to say, says North, so that's, uh, we're already talking about nine games right there, Matt. Uh, I'm, Hernando's got at least three games they're going to be playing. We'll talk about here in just a second. Uh, I'm going to be giving scores and uh, hopefully record updates yeah. Uh, we're, we're not going to spend a lot of no, going through no, each no. game with, uh, you know, unless there's like unless somebody has like, you know, six home runs over four games or something, we may mention them. Other than that, we're going to be scores and update. You know, we're going to get it all caught back up from just a very, very long week of games. Hernando Tigers varsity defeated Kasuth 1-0 on Friday as two Tiger pitchers combined to throw a shutout. The pitching was strong on both sides. Hernando uh, pitchers struck out 20. They did. While Kasuth pitchers sat down 13. Preston Johnson got the win for the Tigers as he surrendered zero runs on zero hits over one and one-third innings, striking out two and walking none. Carter Newton, Brody Martin uh, Johnson, Preston Johnson, and Garrick Smith each managed one hit to lead the Hernando Tigers, who played an errorless game. Hernando will travel, here you go, Matt, this week to Gulf Shores for their baseball tournament. They are set to play Norman, Oklahoma today, Monday, and then Washington, Oklahoma following that. On Tuesday, they are set to play Henderson, Tennessee. And then finally on Wednesday, they will complete the tournament playing Huntsville, Alabama. So again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four games in three days, very similar to what North Point is doing. Lewisburg, five games in four days, starting on Wednesday through the weekend. 13 games, we're going to be recapping 
scores and records and gonna and then gonna catch everybody up. Hey, I know, but we are praying for the safe trip for all the Absolutely. teams. Absolutely. And we look forward to going again over the scores and the records for each school next week. No doubt, man. Looking forward to it. Look, if you enjoy our show, we are talking about young people, talking about the Alderman previews and reviews, all those different things we talk about on UTW Podcast. There, actually, a lady came in, booked a car with me. She sat there for five minutes, booked a car with me this morning, and as we walked out, she said, I listened to your show, and that's how I need to come in. Wow. So pretty neat. Yeah, pretty pretty neat uh, thing. So so we sure do appreciate her business, uh, definitely. But, uh, you know, look, if you're interested in advertising on the UTW podcast, now's the time to sign up. We're getting hot and heavy in the spring and summer. Under the water tower info at gmail.com. Again, that's under the water tower info at gmail.com. Email us. We can email over a packet. We can call you, discuss advertising with the UTW podcast. Also, find us on Facebook at UTW podcast, Instagram, UTW podcast, and on Twitter at UTW pod. Wherever you hear our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Help us move up when it comes to local podcasts. Also, if you enjoy our show, simply share it. Take the link from what you listen to, share it on Facebook, share it on Hernando Happening, share it with friends, family, Sunday school members, anybody you can think of. Help us grow here under the water tower as we continue to bring good quality information about our wonderful town here in Hernando, Mississippi. Well, Derek, very glad the uh, mission trip uh, to Jamaica went well. Glad everybody's home safely. If you're traveling for spring break, please consider listening to the UTW podcast. Also, be safe. We'll see you back for our next show, which is going to be next Tuesday as we take this Friday off for spring break. Derek, enjoy your spring break. And if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next Tuesday under the water tower. Spring break of 08, my best friends and a case of that ice cold. Ice cold beer. Gonna live my life and never think twice. No regrets and no fears.